1: I'm an American. And I believe in American ingenuity and hard work, unlike my friend here, Cam Brady, who believes that everyone should live in Rainbow Land. Okay. I'm referring to a 13
2: page doctrine written by Camden Brady
1: called Rainbow Land. I think anybody that writes about the redistribution of wealth sounds like a communist to me. Am I right? Hold on. It's a simple story of a teddy bear giving a pot of gold to a leprechaun, okay?
0: That's
2: right.
1: May I read from page seven.
0: Please come with me to Rainbowland, where unicorns are made of fudge and cotton candy, and everything is free. It's a fictitious place. Rainbowland is it's fiction. I guess we're all idiots, according to Cam Brady. I didn't say that. I did not say that. Hey! Hey! I do not want to live in Rainbowland, and you can't make me live in Rainbowland! This is America! You Land. do not have to live in Rainbowland! You can go to Rainbowland! It Land. does not exist! It's a fictitious place! I was eight when I wrote it! It's, it's right a here in its Communist Manifesto! I won't go to Rainbowland!
1: The main event, everybody. My name Ed Hoffman. Welcome to the Grand Illusion. Welcome
0: to Come on in and
3: see what's happening. Pay the price, Get your tickets for the show.
1: What is really happening in this country? What is really happening? It is just a grand illusion what we're seeing, you know. The 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 propaganda out there, the grandstanding, the, you know what, what the heck happened this week? Are people even plugged in? I have people saying, hey, you know, what do you think of uh, what happened with Trump and Putin? I said, you know what, did you did you listen to the statement? I listened to it. I didn't hear anything that I thought was any big deal. We're going to talk about that. I say, well, you know, I heard, I heard little pieces. I heard little pieces. I didn't really hear the whole thing. Well, it's only about five minutes long, what Trump said, and it's about five minutes long what Putin said, it uh, wasn't that big of a deal to me, but everybody made it such a big deal because they're creating a grand illusion out there, folks. It's time for you guys to start paying attention, listening with your own ears, seeing with your own eyes, and before you listen to the commentators, think about it. Or you could just listen to me and use my use my opinion because it's, it's usually like 100% of the time right. <clears throat> so anyway, I'll, I'll give you the details of that, but first let me introduce myself for those of you that don't know. My name is Ed Hoffman, President, Wholesale Capital Corporation, your local direct mortgage lender located here in Southern California, offices all over the place, lending in California and Arizona. If you're interested in getting involved in any of the fantastic opportunities that are real estate, and there are still fantastic opportunities in real estate. And uh, I'll talk about that a little tiny bit in just a couple minutes. Um, If you need financing, call me toll free at 855-640-2020. That's 855-640-2020. One last time, day or night, toll free area code 855-640-2020. If you want to get in touch with me, but you don't want to talk on the phone because you want to stick your little toe in first and you want to, "Ah, let's just send him a email or a text or let's just see something go to wccloans.com click on looking for a loan find the apply now button put in there as much information as you want tell me how much information you want back and you'll hear back from either myself or one of my able-bodied teammates Eric Marquez, Alex Rojas, Cody Bradbury, or Aaron Fredericks, and uh, and I will tell you that if you talk to one of them, you're talking to me. We work all our files together, and uh, we have a powwow on on everything that's going on. So, uh, if someone on the team uh, gets stuck, someone else on the team gets it unstuck. So, uh, so we get your stuff moved forward. Um, if there's something you want to hear, uh, if there's something you want to hear on the show, uh, repeated. You can get the uh, repeat on edhoffman.net, E-D-H-O-F-F-M-A-N.net. Click on the podcast page. You'll see this uh, this show as well as uh, several past shows. You can also get the podcast on iTunes and SoundCloud. And you can go on there and uh, subscribe for free and uh, have it automatically download once a week to your computer or your phone or your uh, iWatch or your iPad or your mini pad or your maxi pad or Whatever else you hear podcasts on, and uh, then you can uh, and you can listen to it on demand. Uh, follow me on Twitter at Ed Hoffman, where I uh, tweet about current events all week long. Some weeks more than others. And the uh, the like the show on Facebook, facebook.com slash the main event Ed Hoffman. Um, if you want to uh, give me some comments on the show, if you have a if you have some strong feelings, man, you you nailed it today, Ed. Or What were you smoking before you started recording? Uh, The listener hotline is 855-640-2092. So uh, let's talk about what was going on this week. Um, The long-anticipated Helsinki summit between uh, President Donald J. Trump and and Russian President Vladimir Putin took place on Monday. And again, I say, I didn't see that big of a deal. You know what? It's kind of like it's kind of like um, I used the analogy uh, when I was talking to someone uh, earlier today. You know what? You don't have a chance to... You, you buy your house and you buy the house based on what you want, neighborhood you want to be in, but you can't control who buys the house next door. So the guy next door uh, doesn't clean up his yard or he lets his dog bark all night or uh, he uh, he parks in front of your house or he does something that annoys you and you guys just don't get along. You can either... Let that continue to happen and wait for something to explode, or you can kind of make a little bit of an effort to try and make the relationship better. Hey, we've got to live in this same same neighborhood. We're sharing a fence. At some point, we're going to have to replace a fence, and uh, we're probably going to share the cost. There's probably going to be something living next door to you, and say, hey, well, we don't live next door to Russia. You're right. We don't. But... We are the number one superpower nuclear nuclear country in the world. They're number two. You know what? If someone wants to blow up the world, it's either going to be us or them. Probably a better idea that we have some kind of relationship with them at some point. And, uh, you know, Reagan, Reagan pushed it and got the Soviet Union to fall. But, you know, Russia, Russia which used to encapsulate a whole bunch of those countries, um, still has the nukes. So uh it's probably not a good idea. Hey, well, you know that was before the Cold War. You know uh that was before the Cold War ended, okay? But the Cold the Soviet Union ended, did the Cold War end? Because we still don't really communicate openly with with uh Russia, nor do we really communicate communicate openly with China because they're communist as well. It's kind of a Cold War still. Trump trying to bridge that gap. And he said before he went over there, he didn't expect any Perry Mason moments. He didn't have high expectations. He's going to go over there and start a relationship. And uh, I didn't think it was any big deal of anything I heard. So uh, here's what president said after emerging from the one-on-one meeting with, uh, which I think lasted for a couple, two or three hours. Um, here And, uh, and uh, allegedly, it was uh, Putin, Trump, and their translators um, in the room, and that was it. Here's what uh, Trump said.
2: Our relationship has never been worse than it is now. However, that changed as of about four hours ago. Nothing would be easier politically than to refuse to meet. As president, I cannot make decisions on foreign policy in a futile effort to appease partisan critics or the media or Democrats who want to do nothing but resist and obstruct. I would rather take a political risk in pursuit of peace than to risk peace in pursuit of politics.
1: Yeah, I think uh, I think the president can't make everybody happy, and no matter what he does, somebody's taking a shot at him. And no matter what he does, everybody who's a Democrat takes a shot at him, because it doesn't matter what he does. they uh, They think it's a betrayal. Um, you know, and what he, when he said, I'd rather, uh, I'd rather do something that's not politically safe and in, uh, in, uh, interest of making the world safer. You know what? That's all we want. Hey, just do what's best for the country. Make your decisions based on what's not best for you, but what's best for the country. Don't worry about your, your popularity because some people just, you're, you're just never going to satisfy. That's all we asked him to do. He's doing it. He's the only one that makes sense in this government right now. To me, he's the only one that makes sense. Uh, I saw a post on Facebook about uh, Trump. Trump betrayed America for personal gain. I go, what? He betrayed the government for personal gain? Aren't you talking about Hillary Clinton who betrayed the government and made arrangements for uh, a a company that's uh, owned and controlled by the Russian government to transfer 20% of our uranium reserves in the country? to them, give it control of Russia in exchange for some of the players making uh, hundreds of millions of donations to the Clinton Foundation? That wasn't betraying the country for personal gain oh but that was hillary hillary's hillary's uh immune from uh from laws or or ethics or or character or anything that uh you know morals or any of that stuff because she's a clinton you know clintons are 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 above that you know uh right up there with jesus christ himself so uh you know uh we don't have to talk about her we're only talking about trump don't divert anything and you know of course hey well they made a donation to a to a charity how is that for personal gain? Hey, guess what? You know what the Clinton Foundation does? They uh, they employ a consulting firm called, uh, if I remember correctly, Teneo Holdings, something to that effect, that's run and operated and pays a salary to Bill Clinton and Chelsea Clinton. You know, Chelsea Clinton, girl right out of college, starts a job for $900,000 salary because uh, she's so good at what she does, $900,000 salary from a nonprofit organization. You guys make donations. Hey, we have to help Haiti. Just go on your phone your phone, and text this and $10 will go. If you can donate $10 or $20 or, or whatever you can give because the people in Haiti need it. Guess what? The people in Haiti never got it. It paid Hil- uh, Chelsea Clinton and Bill Clinton and Hillary Clinton. And Trump betrayed our country for personal gain. I don't see it, folks you know what, I, I didn't listen to what Rachel Maddow said or what Anderson Cooper said, and I didn't listen to what uh, Chucky Schumer or Nancy Pelosi said. I listened to it myself, and I just didn't hear it. But it was the way the president addressed Russian election meddling that had the Democrats and the media in hysterics all week.
2: My people came to me, Dan Coats came to me, and some others, they said they think it's Russia. Uh, I have uh, President Putin... Uh, He just said it's not Russia. I will say this. I don't see any reason why it would be, but I really do want to see the server. But I don't think it can go on without finding out what happened to the server. What happened to the servers of the Pakistani gentleman that worked on the DNC? Where are those servers? I have great confidence in my intelligence people, but uh, I will tell you that President Putin was extremely strong and powerful in his denial today
1: you know what uh he talks about the servers if you remember there was that Pakistani uh, guy uh, who just got out of the country before we found out that uh, uh Debbie Wasserman Schultz and a whole bunch of other Democrats were employing this guy to be their their it guy and uh, for however however long he was doing and funny, the servers servers that Apparently aren't aren't available to, for anybody to check to find out really what they found out. I don't know. But you know everybody's so everybody's so intense on on hey, you know the Russians the Russians uh interfered with our election. Yeah. I went in the voting booth, I didn't see anybody else in there. I didn't see him change my vote. Um I never got called by someone from Russia. In fact, I got called by a lot of people and I didn't take any of their calls and I don't think a lot of people take their calls. And uh, I think all the informed voters voted consciously, intentionally for Donald Trump. And um, I don't think anybody that was here illegally would have voted for Donald Trump because they would have wanted Hillary to be in there is what I would think. But you know what? If we're so concerned with interference from uh, foreign countries... Why don't we pass a uh an, a voter ID law so we know that there's no cheating? If we're so concerned with that, why is San Francisco letting illegal aliens vote in their next in their election on November? That's not that's not foreign interference. They're trying to get interference. You know that I saw I saw uh Tucker Carlson talking on this the other night about uh how hey they opened up this investigation based on a farce Hey, Russian collusion and this and that, and they and they and they started something based on a lie, and it's just going and it's going, and they don't know where it's going. You know, we didn't know about uh, uh, Peter Strzok and uh, and his uh, and his girlfriend. We didn't know about them until we started investigating Trump to look for Russian collusion. We didn't know about any of that stuff, but the farther we got, the more they open it up, and the only collusion that we're finding out about is from the Clinton campaign, and, uh, and uh, the Democrats. So, I don't know. Are you guys seeing the illusion that's being here? It's a grand illusion, folks. Keep your eyes open. Okay, on Tuesday, the president clarified what he meant uh, by the statement that he said where he said, well, you know, I don't know why they would. Um, he made this correction. The sentence should
2: have been, I don't see any reason why it wouldn't be Russia. And I have felt very strongly that while Russia's actions had no impact at all on the outcome of the election, let me be totally clear in saying that, and I've said this many times, I accept our intelligence community's conclusion that Russia's meddling, In the 2016 election took place.
1: Uh, I don't know that that statement changed anything. I don't know why he needed to. I don't know why he needed to make that comment to begin with. You know, I don't. I don't know why they would, except for hey, you're standing next door to the guy you're trying to. to, You're standing, you know, six feet away from the guy you're trying to uh, create a new, uh, a new relationship with. I just don't think it's productive for him to start uh, going into. a new relationship hammering the guy in front of everybody. And I'm not saying he won't do that. And, and he, maybe he did behind closed doors. I would think if it were me starting a relationship with somebody, maybe I'd like, or I don't like, um, I would bring it up, but I wouldn't hammer on it yet. Not until I, not until I had some rapport. I did, uh, I did a deal with a, uh, Keller Williams office that went sideways um in uh 2006 or 2007 and I didn't like the way it ended and I and I put a stop to it you know and then 10 years later um I'm meeting with the same guy uh to talk about a, another deal and another uh, Keller Williams office that he has uh out in Corona and you know I say hey you know what I'm just not interested in doing a, a deal that ends up like this and I let it go, and he goes, well, you know, 2007, it was just a weird time, man. It was a weird time. Yeah, it was a weird time. You're looking to just get my money and not give me anything in return for it. It was a it was a bilateral agreement that was ex- executed unilaterally, okay? So I basically got a little uh, taken advantage of, hey, but we're in a different, different place. I'm not going to go in and say, hey, man, you screwed me last time. I'm not taking it this time. I say, hey, you know, I just don't want a deal that goes down like that. I want to make sure that we're that we're both watching out. It's a it's a two way street here, and you take and you take little baby steps to create a business relationship, and whether it's a business relationship or a political relationship, give me a freaking break. These morons on TV are just they're batty. Everybody's got their knickers in a twist. I don't know what uh you know what if you don't pay attention, all you hear is these sound bites. What would you think? Let's go back and hear what Vladimir Putin said about the Russian election meddling in the first place anyway. Listen closely. Once again,
3: President Trump uh, mentioned
1: the issue of the so-called interference of Russia in the American elections. And I had to reiterate things I said several times, including during our personal contacts, that the Russian state has never interfered and is not going to interfere into internal American affairs, including election process. Did you notice he said the Russian state hasn't? He didn't say the Russian people didn't. He said the Russian state didn't. That means, hey, you know, I, I run the government. The government didn't have anything to do with this. Maybe somebody in Russia did, but he didn't say. He said the Russian state. And how does our our intelligence uh people how do they know anything different they got an ip address which is a internet protocol address that says hey it came from russia what else do they know did they get the servers did they get did they hunt that down you know you got people that they do they have wifi in uh in russia do they have uh those kind of things in there that they could that they could actually hey they could have been at a starbucks and done this and it's uh, hey you know what? Starbucks is hacking us come on they don't, what do they know hey maybe it came from russia okay but we don't know anything you know what? if you're so concerned about that stuff you know uh sony got attacked and uh sony got attacked a few years back uh, about a uh, the movie the uh the interview something about and with a, a story about uh assassinating kim jong un and uh somebody hacked uh sony to uh Keep them from doing it. And they think pretty much it was, they thought it was from North Korea. No one seemed to care too much about that. Hey, they got to see the movie for free when they entered, when they, uh, they put it on Netflix. Now, who was behind the Equifax attack? You know, possibly China. Many of the tools that they say were used were, were Chinese. Has anybody been, been, uh, damaged by the Equifax hack? Probably thousands of people. Has anybody, have, has, has anybody listening had somebody try to open a credit card in their social security number that wasn't theirs? Has anybody tried to uh, get at your bank account? Has anybody called to do anything? They have a little bit of information about you, and they're trying to figure a way to electronically steal your money. But they got the information because they hacked Equifax. How come nobody's raising hell about that? Oh, because that has nothing to do with Hillary Clinton. But uh the bottom line is Donald Trump tweeted, as I said today and many times before, I have great confidence in my intelligence people. However, I also recognize that in order to build a brighter future, we cannot exclusively focus on the past. As the world's two largest nuclear powers, we must get along. Hashtag Helsinki 2018. You know, and I and I think uh I think that makes the most sense. I think he's the only one making sense. In fact, those of you Democrats that want to listen just to hear what, uh, what the other side is saying, listen to this little uh, 10 seconds from uh, a statement that Hillary Clinton, our Secretary of State, said in uh, 2010.
3: I mean, we want very much to have a strong Russia because a strong, competent, prosperous, stable Russia is, we think, in the interest of the world.
1: Well, how could she say such a thing? That sounds like treason to me. I don't know. Yeah, but you'd have to be living under a rock to miss the negative feedback that the president received all week on that meeting with Vladimir Putin. Uh, whether the president walked back his comments on the election meddling or not, uh, we were not. We were we were bound to see hysterical reactions from people on the left because it doesn't matter what he said if he if he said that uh, that uh, America is a great country they would have they would have protested. Well, what did he mean by that? And not surprisingly. Uh, one of them uh, of the people uh, saying, uh, talking, uh, talking smack on the president was Obama CIA director John Brennan. He tweeted out Donald Trump's press conference performance in Helsinki rises in two and exceeds the threshold of high crimes and misdemeanors. It was nothing short of treasonous. Not only were Trump's comments Im- imbecilic, he is wholly in the pocket of Putin. Republican patriots, where are you? Did you hear any of that? Because I didn't, I played you all the important parts. Someone needs to tell Brennan, and you know Brennan uh, voted for uh, the uh, the uh, Communist Party uh, uh, candidate in nineteen seventy six because he said that uh, uh, Jimmy Carter was too hard on the Russian, the, the Soviet, on Soviet Russia. So he vo- he didn't vote for Jimmy Carter or uh, or Gerald Ford. He voted for the the Communist Party candidate. I forget the guy's name. You wouldn't know him anyway. Um, but he needs to he needs to tell him that. Calling everything treasonous, the concept of treason loses its meaning. But you know, and I have to say, hey, does everybody know what treason means? You know, just in case we always hear it, so I asked my friend Siri, "What is the definition of treason?"
0: Treason means the crime of betraying one's country, especially by attempting to kill the sovereign or overthrow the government.
1: I don't know. Did anybody hear? Uh him betray our country or try to overthrow the government. I just didn't hear it. Maybe I'm. Uh, maybe I'm just uh, not there. But you know what? Uh, uh. Brennan doubled down on his uh, on his comment with the using the T word on uh, MSNBC's Morning Joe with Joe Scarborough moron on Tuesday. Here's here's he here's Brennan.
0: What Mr. Trump did yesterday was to betray the women and men of the FBI, the CIA, NSA, and others, and to betray the American public. And that's why I use the term that this is nothing short of treasonous, because it is a betrayal of the nation. He is giving aid and comfort to the enemy, and it needs to stop. And Mr. Trump needs to understand that there are going to be consequences for him, too.
1: Aid and comfort to Russia. I don't know. I didn't see any aid and comfort. He's got a... All the uh, sanctions on him. He hasn't released anything. I think he was just trying to make a relationship. Don't think he went anywhere. Hey, I'm out of time for part one, everybody. Stay tuned for five minutes of commercials, weather, traffic, sports, and I'll be right back with part two. Don't go away. My name is Ed Hoffman, President of Wholesale Capital Corporation, your local direct mortgage lender.
3: We've
1: been talking about the grand illusion, everything you're seeing on the news, everything you're seeing on TV, everything you're hearing Democrats talk about, everything you're seeing on social media. The hum- the the. The outrage of what's going on with Trump making friends with Vladimir Putin, and I don't know that he made friends. Hey, he had a he had a uh, he had a meeting with him to uh, stimulate maybe making the world better a better place out there. You know what? Uh, if you're listening and you got kids out there, the the benefits of what happens with uh, with uh, the presidency of Donald Trump the benefits to our country are going to be felt more by our kids and our grandkids than we are going to feel them. So remember, that's what he's there for. He's not there to give away free stuff like Obama did. He's there to change the change the change the direction of our country to create an environment for us all to be successful in life. He's not supposed to fix every problem. He's not supposed to make sure that we all have a, 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 you know, a brand new car and a free house and all that stuff. He's there to create to make sure the country's on the right track to create an environment for us all to pursue our our own happiness and our own success and create something that lasts lasts a lifetime. So uh, for us and our kids and our kids kids and our kids 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 kids, kids grandkids. So <clears throat> anyway, that's what I think. Anyway. Uh we've been talking about all the all the outrage of that and um uh, didn't get quite finished with all this stuff. There's a react, and here's the reaction from the so-called democratic leadership, uh Nancy Pelosi and uh, Chucky Schumer. Pelosi seems to be starting a conspiracy theory while uh Schumer is making demands of the president's cabinet.
3: Instead of standing up for our democracy and democratic principles, President Trump cowered in the presence of Putin and the entire world watched and saw that. Trump's eagerness to sell out America proves the Russians must have something personally, politically, or financially on President Trump.
2: About what the president said publicly. We're even more worried about what happened in those two hours when the president was alone with Mr. Putin. Does anyone believe that he was tougher on Putin in secret than he was publicly? Why, didn't he, why did he not want anyone else in the room if he was so sure and confident that what he did would stand the light of public scrutiny? So we need these people to come.
1: Well, you know what? He, uh, Pelosi says he sold out America and he they've got something on him. Why would you think that? He cowered in front of uh, Vladimir Putin. I didn't see him cower. I didn't see him cower at all. You know what? I haven't... I I thought he was very diplomatic and uh he talked uh with uh, very politically correct actually with the exception of one little uh would or wouldn't or whatever it was. I don't I don't think it was a a big deal. I you know, who are you, Nancy Pelosi? Oh, they must have something on him. And then uh and then you know what? Hey, we want to know what he said when they were alone. Does anybody remember Obama? You know uh, uh Vladimir Putin was the president of of Russia for 2000 through 2008 same years that uh Bush was president here um well actually one year off because our election years are when he started so uh so for 8 years and then he termed out and apparently he had some inside track with uh with Dmitry Med Medyedev or something like that who's uh was a president for 4 years and then they reelected uh um Vladimir Putin but do you, anybody remember right before the 2000 uh 2012 elections that hot mic uh where obama leaned over and goes I- i'll be a lot more flexible after the election and he says okay i'll transmit that to vladimir cuz cause, cuz cause, uh, medvedev was remediative however you say said was on his way out he knew that uh, vladimir was about to be uh president again does anybody have a problem with that okay what else is happening be- behind behind the scenes with with uh with Obama. Nobody cared. You know why? Because everybody was too afraid of being called a racist because if you if you disagreed with anything that Obama said, it was because he was black. That's where the racist problem is in this country because we're we're so afraid of being called a racist. Hey, you know what? I don't have no problem with the fact uh that Obama was black cuz guess what? He was half white too. I don't have any problem with that whatever. Where I did have a problem was He's an idiot. He didn't grow up in America. He didn't have American values. He's raised by a he is a, his dad was a was a, a Muslim in uh, from uh, Africa, and uh, his stepdad his stepdad uh, raised him for the first I don't know eight or nine years of his life in Indonesia. I won't even say anything about where he was born, because that that creates too much controversy. Oh my God! So. Uh, I don't know, it's uh uh it's let's wrap up let's wrap up this, this uh, section with some uh with some entertaining media from the uh from the, the left democrat morons on TV.
0: if
3: the president did that today because he has some reason to serve that other country rather than our own, then well then a lot that has previously been inexplicable is now explicable. And that's the worst case scenario. It's just as serious to me as the Cuban Missile Crisis in terms of an attack or the 9-11 attack. His performance today will live in infamy as much as the Pearl Harbor attack or Kristallnacht.
0: When do we see almost a shadow government come out and say, we cannot side with the government, whether it's the cabinet or the Senate? I think that's the big question. You have been watching perhaps one of the most disgraceful performances by an American president uh, at a summit in front of a Russian leader, uh, that i've ever seen
1: you know what i would say give me a freaking break you know what this is this is in the same category with 9-11 with uh with the cuban missile crisis with uh pearl harbor yeah this is gonna be a, a, a day that lives in infamy like uh december 7th 1941 i don't know i didn't see any bombs go off i didn't see anybody die all i saw was a little conversation Oh my god, this is right up there with it. Well, you know what? Well, you cut through the through the through the BS. Make some common sense decisions yourself and you know what? Do me this favor. Talk about it. When all the morons in your office or at your uh at your senior citizen club or at your church or at your synagogue or at your uh, elk's lodge or the VFW, when some when some idiot, I can't imagine someone at the VFW's uh Making idiot democrat uh comments, but when they start bringing that stuff up, say something, say, Are you stupid or what? What did you hear? Oh, he betrayed our country, yeah, what did he do? I see that stuff on on social media. I will say that uh I will say that I saw my wife basically uh turn off a a lifelong friendship over something' goes on, and you know what hey, you know what uh we don't want to lose any lifelong friends. Why? If someone's that that uh uh philosophically opposed to your philosophy in life, how do you be fr- You know what I, I have uh, I had a I have I've have people that I know that uh married uh, married into uh, opposite political parties. How do you do that? You're Republican, you marry Democrat. I mean, I've seen Christians marry Jews, and I've seen you know people marry in interracial, inter uh, interreligious. But how do you do political? You know what? I just I just think it's I I just can't even imagine being married to someone who didn't see the same way I did on because this is just common sense with life. How do you how do you do how do you do that? I don't understand it. So, uh, but you know, and think, and I think about uh, their first, their first meeting. You know what? Most people that go out on a blind date don't fall in love the first, the first night. Hey, let's get to know each other. It's, you know, is there, is there uh, any kind of a uh, relationship here that, that we can work on? Is there anything? Do we like the same things? Do we like the same kind of movies? Do you like the, Hey, you're a vegetarian. I'm a, and I'm a carnivore. I don't know if that's going to work out because you're never going to cook for me if we end up getting married. I don't know about that. 'Cause I'm not going veg. I'm not going vegan. Okay, you know what? You find out you you get a have a get to know you time, and now apparently uh Trump is inviting Putin to the White House. Oh my god, he's gonna let Putin on our soil. Putin's been here. He visited George W. Bush in the White House. And uh so I don't know what kind of uh what kind of uh things. Use your head, folks. Use your ears, use your eyes, and uh think, use your brain. Use your brain. Did I see anything that's wrong with that? So that's what the Democrats are up to. But let's talk about what else the Democrats are up to Uh, in the last months before the midterm election. And remember, the midterm elections are, let's see, this is mid-July, August, September, October. So we got three and a half months till the midterm elections. They're talking about the blue wave. I don't see it. I don't see it coming. Don't see it coming at all. Um, You know, we've got a governor's race that's going on. And, uh, we've got some guy named John Cox, who's a Republican who, I don't know how the hell he got the, the, uh, the nomination when, uh, we had perfectly qualified, um, inspirational candidate like Travis Allen, but Hey, you know what? Oh, John Cox got it because, uh, somebody wasn't paying attention. The California, uh, Republican party needs to be replaced because they just, can't get everybody together hey who should we vote for in the senate race there's 15 republicans running i don't know any of them i don't know i guess the california republican party decided that there was nobody we wanted to to endorse so we could have uh at least put it out that hey this is the people that we like the most they could have had a debate for the governor and had just travis allen and uh, john cox Uh, do a debate so let's get behind one of them let's let's decide i know we did in uh in at the redlands tea party and uh those guys mostly uh majority was for travis allen and they should have done that with the with the senators too let's all get behind one but nobody thought about that so uh you know what this is this is the stuff that's going on this is the stuff that i see where we're missing it in california but we have, but we have that thing. Oh, I know what I was going to say. Uh, Don and I were in uh, in San Francisco on Monday and Tuesday this week. Sunday, Monday, Tuesday, this week for a mortgage conference, and we got in an Uber car with uh, some guy who's definitely liberal. And he goes, you know, and I and I asked him. I said, well, how are things in the city? Are they as dirty and ugly as as we see on the internet? He goes, well, yeah, it's getting pretty dirty. And He's talking about how the street sweeper works and this and that. And, uh, and I'm saying, and we're talking about the homeless people and the, the sanctuary city so goes, well, you know what? It got to be so bad that, that they forced the government into, to saying that they're going to give $30 million to clean up the city. Can you imagine all the, all the jobs that's creating? I'm going, are you excited about the jobs? Jobs they are spending $30 million of taxpayers money to clean up something that should have never gotten that dirty. And he was excited about, Hey, you know what? Look at all the jobs we're creating. Cleaning up our own mess. Morons. I don't know. That's the way Democrats think, I guess. I uh, just don't subscribe. So uh, so in the past months, before the midterm election, the, the de- Democrats have finalized their new campaign slogan. Of course, they really don't have any slogan to, to uh, push people to vote Democrat this year other than uh, uh, anti-Trump. Hey, Trump sucks, so uh, vote for Democrats. Hey, you know what? I just don't buy it. So their new campaign slogan is For the People. Democratic leaders unveiled the new motto in a private meeting with members on Wednesday morning. According to Politico, the Democrats plan to begin working for the people into their statements and press conference with a focus on three key areas, addressing health care and prescription drug costs, increasing wages through infrastructure and public works projects, and highlighting... Republican corruption in Washington. So basically, hey, we're going back to uh, to the Obama Obama doctrine. Just uh, we're going to take the government money and create jobs by infrastructure, infrastructure uh, cost, and uh, what was the other thing? Infrastructure and public works projects. So we're going to do that. Didn't work too much in the last few uh, last few uh, uh, times, last few uh, administrations. And we're going to get down healthcare and drug costs, and of course. You know, Republicans, corruption, we're, gonna, we're just going to tell, hey, Trump sucks. Remi- kind of maybe they should focus more on, uh, I don't know, this little scene from The Great Debaters. The only real unemployment relief is to give a man a job. But to do that, you have to give the economy life,
0: not tax it
1: to death. Yep, because you know how you pay for uh, public works and infrastructure projects? You tax, 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 tax. You know what? Create an environment where the economy thrives. And you have an environment where people have opportunity to pursue happiness. Create a successful life. Don't give them anything. Create an environment where they can create it themselves. Not only is it uh, better for the overall economy, it feels better. It feels better when you do something yourself. Of course, except for cook dinner or uh, make my bed or do my laundry, um, or you know, serve me at a restaurant when I'm taking my wife out. Uh, I don't know, there's a whole bunch of things, or mow my lawn. Uh, but you know what, when it's a, the big accomplishments, making accomplishments for yourself not only creates uh, wealth and income for you, it makes you feel good about accomplishing something. This slogan, For the People, uh, is supposed to summarize the economic base messaging Democrats have been pushing since last summer. Well, they started for the people since last summer. That's a good time to do it. Uh, maybe it should have started back in uh, 1776. I don't know when they unveil. So, the, so last summer they unveiled a different slogan, a better deal, but that one didn't catch on, and it was even mocked by some Democrats in Congress. Uh, but the Dems may have legal problems on their hands because uh, "for the people" is already taken by a major personal injury law firm in Florida, and that firm owns the website domain forthepeople.com. Charles Cook who's the editor of National Review, said uh, posted this thing because Politico said House Democrats finalized their campaign slogan heading into the last month's uh, before the midterm election for the people and then uh, he retweeted it and said, This is verbatim, the same slogan as one of one used by giant personal injury law firm Morgan and Morgan so i don't know that may not that may not have been uh, thought through uh, completely, kind of like just about everything the Democrats do during her weekly press conference on Thursday. Nancy Pelosi took it upon herself to clear up any confusion by using both of them, the old slogan and the new slogan, and she hit it out of the park. Take it away, Nancy.
3: Democrats are here to offer a better deal for the people with better jobs, better wages, and a better future.
1: Wow, that was awesome. A better deal for the people. Man, I can't. Which part was the slogan and which part was just part of the was part of the sentence i don't know nancy confuses me a better deal with better jobs how are you going to do that well we're going to tax the hell out of the rich people the people that create jobs and we're going to put people to work on infrastructure and uh, public works projects uh-huh because we know trickle down doesn't work well basically trickle down does work it just has to trickle down if it was waterfall down uh cutting taxes and uh electing trump would have already happened. Everybody would already have their mansions and their new Ferrari, uh, but it's trickle down, so it trickles down, and the people that want to drink can drink of it as it comes down, and eventually it gets it happens. It's been about uh, I don't know six and a half months since the uh, tax uh, tax uh, cuts went in. so uh, so we'll see how they do that. Um, remember remember with Hillary was uh, forward was her first one, and then better together. And then now it's onward together. So uh, meanwhile, Hillary Clinton is up to something too. Is she trying to stay politically relevant for legacy reasons or is she running for president again? I don't know. Can't see how that ends well. So anyway, five times in the last month alone, Hillary sent emails touting her super PACs. That's political action committee's role in combating President Trump. Most seized on the headline events, such as family separation issue at the southern border, because that's us. That's what, that's what Trump did, it the family separation at the southern border. Because parents don't do that to their kids. We do it. Under the message line, horrific, she wrote on June 18th, this is a moral and humanitarian crisis. Every one of us who has ever held a child in their arms, and every human being with a sense of compassion and decency should be outraged. She then said that she warned about Trump's immigration policies during the 2016 campaign. I warned about Trump's immigration policies during the 2016 campaign, and nobody listened. Why wasn't I 50 points ahead, and what happened? I don't know. So uh, Hillary's out there flapping her lips. So three days later, she's back again. Saying her group Onward, to get, Onward Together, the super PAC she launched in 2017, raised $1 million and would split it among organizations working to change borders policy, including the ACLU and a gaggle of immigrant, refugee, Latino, and women's groups. To me, this is how they get away with, uh, hey, we're going we're gonna to split it up between all these people. So nobody knows how much they're getting hate. Cause if they said the ACLU is going to get half of them, you know, the anti Christian liberties union. Um, if the ACLU gets half and then we're going to give half to this other place, then they know a million dollars divided by two is 500,000. But since they split it among all these people, no one will really know how much we gave and how much we just stuck in the Clinton Foundation's coffers. And, uh, and we just, you know, fed it to the Clinton family. So uh, that's how I, That's the way I see it. I listen, I look, I think, and then I go, hmm, that's why they did this. And the day after the Supreme Court Justice Anthony Kennedy announced his retirement, Clinton introduced yet another new resistance partner called Demand Justice. We're going to give money to Demand Justice. It promises to protect reproductive rights, voting rights, and access to health care by keeping Senate Democrats united in opposing any conservative Trump nominee. Guess who's running the Demand Justice Brian Fallon, her 2016 campaign press secretary. You know what? Something happens in the news, and what do we do? We get a non nonprofit organization to just collect donations. Pretty soon you're going to be having people call. Hello, I'm calling on a recorded line. I'm uh, doing a fundraiser for Demand Justice. Do you have a problem with with uh, people trying to outlaw Roe versus Wade. Do you uh, think that women should have control of their bodies? Do you think that we should have this? Do you think our health care? We would like to have a donation. Can we count on you for $50? Demand justice. And where is all that money going to go? I don't know. This is what it says. It's, uh, it's going to uh, keep Senate Democrats united in opposing any concerted Trump nominee. Well, what other kind of nominee would he have? doesn't matter who he nominates. Even though our new guy, uh, Kavanaugh, uh, the Democrats and the Republicans voted unanimously to approve him to the uh, appeals court, they're going to oppose him for the Supreme Court because he's a bad guy now. It just happened a couple years ago and he's a bad guy already. So so they're going to collect a bunch of money from you morons that uh, openly open up, give out your credit card numbers to people on the phone. I don't want to hang up on them I'll just give them $25. It's easier than hanging up on them. I just feel that like, hey, you know what? Guess what? Click. Click. Or sometimes I like to uh, I like to be passionate and say words I can't say on the radio to them and say, demand justice. That's Hillary Clinton. She's a piece of... <clears throat> and I just tell them how it is. It feels really good when you hang up the phone on them after you give them the piece of your mind. Uh, but you don't have to if you don't want to. You might not be as, as vile and and uh, powerfully uh, offensive as I am. But it works for me. I don't recommend it for everybody else, but it's been working for me for a while. So uh, um, speaking of uh, Onward Together, uh, the website onwardtogether.org, the New York Post called it a Clinton 2020 campaign vehicle in waiting. So uh, she just making she's just getting things stirred up. Uh, then there's the campaign-style speech at the American Federation of Teachers Conference on July 13th. Let's see if we can fit this in.
3: The... Challenges we face now are truly unlike any that we've seen for quite some time. She went through the litany of the fights we have waged, and we thought we had won. And now the pressures and forces against progress are stronger than ever. They control our government, and they are determined to have their way. I am very grateful for your support during the 2016 campaign and I'm even more grateful however that here and now you continue to stand up for the values we share I believe I believe with all my heart that the test of any society is how we treat the most vulnerable among us, particularly our youngest, our oldest, our people with disabilities. And right now, my friends, our country is failing that test. We have never seen such organized cruelty, disdain and contempt for those values.
1: Hey, don't worry about the oldest. Those guys are Republicans. Protect the youngest by voting Republican and don't listen to this pile of crap. Anyway, hey, uh, my name's Ed Hoffman. Thanks for listening to the main event. I'm all out of time, but I will be back again with you next week.